Duterte's drug war. Led by the police, the government claims this campaign has achieved so much in so little time. Thousands of kilograms of drugs hauled in thousands of operations. Tens of thousands of arrests. Tens of thousands in hiding. Thousands killed for allegedly fighting back. Thousands of families broken. It all started with one document, Upland Double Barrel. It's a 23-page memorandum that details how police should execute anti-drug operations and the infamous Upland Tokhang. It is signed by then-police chief and now-senator Ronald Bato de la Rosa. But this document that has become the basis of so many deadly operations is not solely de la Rosa's. He created it with another man, former police chief and now Office of the President Undersecretary Camilo Cascolan. Hello, I'm Rambo Talabo. This is Rappler's Crime Podcast, Criminal. In this podcast, we revisit crime stories that are significant in understanding Philippine politics and society. This is our 25th episode, where we will talk about how Upland Double Barrel was created and how it was implemented in the early days of the Duterte administration. In this episode, I speak with retired general and now undersecretary Camilo Cascolan. He tells me they also saw the number of killings rise every day and that they tried to do damage control. Was that enough? How did the story start at the double barrel? How did it start? What's the story there? Well, you know what, Rambo? Even before the oath-taking of President Duterte as the president then in uh, July 1, and even before the take oath also of Senator Bato as chief Philippine National Police in July 1 too, we had a talk already. We had a conversation on how to strategize an anti-drug campaign program. This is actually because of the fact that there are a lot of drug-related cases and there are a lot of demand, there are a lot of supply in the streets. So being one of those who is actually called for to be the director for the operations, most especially me, director for operations, we crafted the plan and we called it then double battle. We had a lot of planning and we had a lot of huddles with other people on how to do it. I'm really interested, Yusek, in sa conversation. Saan ito nangyari? Sa Davao ba ito? Sa Manila? Sa Malacanang? Sa bahay mo? Bahay ni General De La Rosa? Yes, we, we, had talks, we had talks in Davao. We had talks in Krame. We had talks with some people who has experiences on the drug war. We had also researched. I also researched on the drug war in Colombia and even in Mexico. And the origin of drugs coming inside the Philippine territories. Mm-hmm. And um, nyo, Yusek, meron kayong mga kinonsult na mga tao para sa pagsusulat nito. Kasi I can imagine because you were still pretty much a young class back then, di ba? 86 in appointing the President Duterte from 1986 PME si, si General De La Rosa. And ang perception ng mga tao at that time, parang bata to mga to. Sino mga seniors na kinausap niyo para sulatin tong Upland Double Barrel? Well, a lot of seniors. Well, you should remember, Rambo, I didn't came from the administrative side of my career. I was always working outside 
and with operations and together with my people. That's why, to be frank with you, I had my first anti-drug campaign in 1992. That was when I was chief of police of Barotac Nuevo then. And basically, I thought of a lot of things already. And the most important then was information dissemination. Information dissemination so that we would be able to educate our people, most especially on the use of drugs. What will be their advantages and what will be their disadvantages? And basically, there's no advantage. As I told you, there's no advantage in using drugs. Alam mo, Kwane, we may be young, but our experience actually tells other people how much we have done during our career. Actually, maganda yung, Kwane, the double barrel, as we call it, is a very good uh, plan, very good strategy. And there may have been flaws in the implementation only. Yun lang ang problema, yeah. siguro. Yung mismong paggagawa kasi dito mismo is also a story that's really interesting. Yung sa pag-uusap ninyo ni, ni, ano, ni uh, General De La Rosa na senator na ngayon, Senator De La Rosa, meron ba mga conflicting points? Meron ba mga bagay na hindi kayo nag-agree na ito sana yung direksyon ng Oplan Double Barrel tapos ito na yung tinahak yung direksyon? How were the discussions? How did it come into fruition? Well, the discussions were very good. Actually, I asked one of my classmates, General Magayo, also had some inputs. It was actually three of us, me, Bato, and General Kinsai, who was working it out. And for almost once, twice, or thrice a week, I have to report to General Kinsai what has happened with the OPLAN, with the program. And there were a lot of adjustments. And what we really talked about was OPLAN Tokhang, or Project Tokhang. Tokhang is actually, as I told you, it's a PCR activity, Police Community Relations Activity. And the objective is... To reduce people who are using the drugs and pushing the drugs through what you call the knock and plead. All you have to say is, kindly, uh, we, we know you. There are a lot of reports against you. If it's true or not, it would be better that you report yourselves to the barangay so that the barangay officials would be able to take cognizance of your problems and be able to help you. Second is, if they do not surrender themselves, they do not report to the barangays, we tell them that cases will be built up against them. It will be built. So the basis here is reports, but we have to confirm them. We have to investigate thoroughly, and then we file the cases. And we come up now with warrants of arrest and search warrants, if proven that they are true. Yes. You said binanggit na talagang yung focus on this yung tokhang instead of the double barrel at saka yung operations mismo kasi yung tokhang yung mas bago dito diba? yung operations naman natin drug operations matagal na rin yung ginagawa itong pagkakatok sir bakit ito yung inisip yung bago dito sa programang to anong sobrang effective sa pagkakatok sa tingin nyo na ito yung ginawa yung isa pang barrel dito sa program na to so the first barrel is this itong tokhang the other barrel ay yung ano yung mga regular operations to intensify that bakit sa tingin niyo at that point sobrang halaga yung pagkakatok bakit yun yung best well we want all the people most especially the community to know that we are actually concerned first of all we want to alert the police that there are people who are using and pushing drugs in their area and what is the best that they can do okay the police are law enforcers but we don't just go on operations we have to confirm our operations too But the best thing here is that we now go nearer to the community, be able to get their sympathy and at the same time their trust in the PNP. 
if we would be able to do that, we may be able to reduce the supply and demand of illegal drugs. Second is we want to make the community aware, aware of what is now the drug problem. Ano ba talaga ang problema sa droga? Bakit dumarami? We want the community to partner with us so that we would be able to reduce the illegal drug activity in the community. Third is we would want community partnership. We would want not only the barangays but the whole community to partner with us in dealing with this kind of problem. And if you would be able to get the community, you would be able to reduce the supply and demand of the drugs in your community. We would try to compartmentalize each community, cluster them by barangays. Siguro naman, maybe in one day or the other, everybody will be cooperating and drugs would not be able to come in already in our community. We would also want the people to know that the police are here, not just to operate, to enforce the law, not just to arrest people, but people who really are concerned. Because this is not just a social problem, Rambo. This is also a health problem. That's why nung una, uh, actually, I basically made the organization of the Anti-Drug Council. It was based on the five pillars of criminal justice. Mm-hmm. Five pillars of criminal justice. That's law enforcement, community, law enforcement, courts, prosecution, and integration. Ang nangyari dyan is yung integration and rehabilitation pinagsama nila. I gave them that proposal actually, which was evaluated by PIDEA and they came out with that anti-drug council. That's what we did. Itong mismong tokhang, yung pagkakatok, ito ba yung original idea nyo ni, ni Senator De La Rosa? Or was it also borrowed from a tradition in Davao? Kasi maraming ganun policies din tayo sa PMP nangyari, di ba na imported, exported from Davao kasi nakita rin na effective daw sa Davao yung policy kasi sinasabi na maganda yung criminal handling sa Davao. Did this also originate from Davao, itong pagkakatok, itong Tokhang? Yes. Actually, Tokhang was originated from no other than Bato. No? Si Bato mismo ang gumawa niyan sa Davao. Eh. Well, I was using another strategy in Compostela Valley. He had his Tokhang in Davao City. And he knocked and pleaded to the community to surrender themselves and be able to rehabilitate them and be able to go back to the community and reduce the supply and demand of the drugs. That's the basic idea actually of Pato in Davao. Talagang ginawa niyo na lang mas na talaga um, package for national policy. Ito talagang tokhang, tapos ginawa double barrel. Tapos ito namang ano, sir, papasok yung problema, di ba? Kung maliit yung implementation, alam ko malaki ang Davao, pero as compared to the entire Philippines, maliit ang Davao. Parte lang to at yung pag-implement doon, mas madali siyang makita kasi mas localized, di ba? Nakikita mong bawat estasyon. Pero ang pag-export ito sa iba't ibang probinsya, tapos kayo ni Senator De La Rosa, from being there in Davao, naging kayong top officials ng Philippine National Police. Kamusta yung implementation? Saan naging mahirap? Well, the strategy was very good. As said by VP Lenny, Ma'am Lenny actually told us, both of us, when General Aquino was still the director of PIDEA, that everything was in place. The campaign plan double barrel was in place. There are flaws basically in the implementation. And I would say that as early as July 1, we uh, discussed this already. Then by July 3, the uh, DIDM or the Directorate for Investigation and Detection Management under General Marquez, General Augustus June Marquez, 
came up also with an investigative procedure. Uh, investigation procedure that was in July 3. We actually discussed this with all regional directors and we told them to cascade this to all their operating units. It's called the PNP CMC, uh, what's this again? The PNP Anti Illegal Drugs Campaign Plan Project Double Barrel was dated July 1, 2016. And it's called the CMC number 16 2016. And uh, we have, after that, what we also called an investigative SOP. We have, uh, ano nga ba yun? It's called the Investigative Directive 2016 12. It was more of what you call an SOP on how you would be able to investigate, operate, case build up, operate, and investigate the incidents on drug activities. So whenever there is an operation, whether it be an arrest, somebody who surrendered, or somebody who were killed in operations, there must be investigations being conducted. And the IDM together with ES was actually tasked to do this. You're listening to the 25th episode of Criminal, Rapless Crime Podcast. How is it so far? If you want to listen to other cool and informative audio, check out other Rappler podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. This crime podcast wouldn't have been possible without the support of our listeners. If you haven't yet, support Rappler by joining our community called Rappler Plus. Rappler Plus believes in speaking truth to power, using technology for the greater good, to power communities to action. Go to rappler.com slash plus for more details. Ano yung dagdag nitong mga memorandum, Yusei? Kasi hindi ba standard dapat talagang merong investigation sa yeah. drug crimes? Ano yung point nitong mga memo? Mga reminders ba to? Yes, those are reminders. And we have detailed investigations. It was also said that we should have more we will request for more anti-drug courts that would be able to help us in the prosecution. Mm-hmm. At the same mm-hmm. time, we also reminded them on law enforcement, most especially the observance of human rights, what you call the SOPs. We need to remind them that they have to coordinate with the barangays, DOJ, Department of Justice, and with other concerned agencies, most especially PIDEA, PIDEA. When doing drug operations, there should be what you call evaluations and confirmations, and at the same time, coordination, most especially. Coordination said, with, the, with the drug enforcement agency. You said, alam mo, napakahalaga ng mga reminders niyong yan. Tanungin ko lang, anong petsa niyo ni-remind yan sa mga kapulisan natin, yung mahalaga mga bahagi ng drug investigation? When did you remind them of these? Parati po namin kinoconference yung mga artists. We have conferences every month. The RDs have their own conferences every week. The provincial directors also have their own every week. And the station commanders and all other districts in Manila have their own conferences. We send out memos. We send out directives. We send out SOPs. And through this, SOPs, we also have remind... Mm-hmm. Yung SOPs na binanggit nyo, Yusek, itong memos na binanggit nyo kanina lang, anong date yung mga yun in-issue? Well, this 2016-12 investigative directive is dated July 3. Mm, the so implementation as, was not yet. What? Yes. So, we, uh, yes. Nag-uumpisa pa lang kami na mag, uh, 
we were cascading them. We were re-echoing then the campaign plan to all the regional directors, to all staff, divisions, and even in our national headquarters, we sometimes come up with technical working groups, most especially on databases and investigation, because that's the most important one, Rambo. Lalong-lalo na yung, we actually reminded them on case folders, case folders that they have to maintain. During the time, Rambo, we were still honing honing our database on confirmations of drug reports. And that's what we were doing then, most especially for the first month. Yung mga reminders na yan also begs the question, bakit kailangan remind ng police? Matagal na bang hindi ginagawa itong ano, anti-drug policy? Is this new to the police? Hindi ba sana yung police mag-implement ng drug policy? Kaya kailangan i-remind na, oh, ito yung kailangan nyo nga palang gawin para sa mga drug operations. Kailangan nyo ng folder, kailangan nyo tayong procedure, kailangan lumapit kayo sa abogado, sa judge, kailangan ng mga gantong clearance. So, bakit kailangan pa ito mga reminders na to? Well, very, very important, Lambo. Kasi... One of the things that we really experience in the field is that people needs to be reminded, if possible, daily on a day-to-day basis, so that at least they would be able to know and they would be able to put in their minds the right way how to conduct investigations, conduct intelligence, conduct operations, so that there will be no flaws. But of course, Rambo, we cannot control all our resources, most especially the uh, personnel, considering that they have their own thoughts. Yung nga, sabi natin eh, even though you say use your common sense, well, the sense is not common anymore. Well, a lot of people doesn't really know what they're doing. That's why even though you're a policeman, you need to be reminded on how to use and handle a gun, how to handle evidences, how to make investigations, how to come up with good public relations, and how to partner with the community. Kasi it's really very hard to be a policeman. No? That's why one of the things that we really need to do with policemen is to lift first their morale so that they would be able to do their job properly and perform much better. So yun yung talagang rationale behind reminding yeah. them. Kasi uh, reminding. You, need to, you need to mentor them, Rambo. Just as what I've said in my nine-point agenda. You lead them, but you set the example. Be the model. When you do that, yes, you yeah. would be able to mentor them. And when you mentor them, you do what is righteous and legal, right? And when you are able to lead and mentor your people, you would be able to exact and instill the discipline that you want from them. And those reminders are basically leading and mentoring so that your people will be disciplined in all their operations. Mm-hmm. The next question there, Yusek, is, syempre, growing organization nga ang PNP kailangan pang i-mentor, di ba? At kailangan paalalahanan. Ang kasunod na tanong dyan is, was the PNP ready for the policy that you were proposing, the policy that you enacted within the Philippine National Police? Handa ba ang police at that point? Alam mo, Rambo, no? The PNP was very well prepared because they were doing that job, assisting IDEA in all anti-drug activities. Remember that we had the EDSOC then, the Anti-Illegal Drugs Task Force, AID EDSOC Task Force. Yusek, di ba maliit lang yung grupo? Di ba maliit na grupo lang yung 8SOT? Parang 30 lang atay ng mga pulis. Kasi task force lang siya. Hindi in, sila, di ba? Hindi sila totoong yes, but, parang... Yes, the... but they had operating units under them that were established also in regions and provinces. Even in stations, they had stations. And here in Manila, we have district enforcement agencies. We have station drug enforcement agencies. Or EUs, uh, units, I mean. SDEUs. Station drug enforcement units provincial drug enforcement units. 
DDEU, District Drugs Enforcement Units. RDEU, Regional Drug Enforcement Units. No? EDSOT Regions, EDSOT National. And we always coordinate with PIDEA. That makes it big. Hindi lang yan Trenta Rambo. There are a lot of DEUs in the PNP. Hindi nga sinag kong question, USEC. Siyempre, nagsimula na yung anti-drug campaign para tayo naglulok back ngayon sa evolution talaga ng double barrel. Eh di nasa kapkarami na kayo, you were director for operations and Senator De La Rosa was General De La Rosa back then as in top cop. And nung panahon na yun, ang daming patayang nangyari. Ano yung reaction nyo within Camp Kramen nung nakita nyo gabi-gabi na ang daming namamatay and ina-attribute sa mga police operations? Meron bang gaps dito? Was it in your vision na ganito mangyayari na maraming namamatay sa mga operations once it was launched? Well, basically, no. That was not our vision actually. Our vision was actually to arrest these people. But if they fight back, as they've been told by everybody, When they fight back, you also have to survive, right? Yang nga ang kwane. That's one thing that we really wanted them kwane. First is vetting. We need to vet your personnel who would deal with these drug pushers, drug addicts, and drug financiers. Second is, when you vet them, they should be trained in intelligence and operations. And they were. They really were. But the problem was, as I've said, you cannot control all this personnel rambo. Kaya nga lahat, all those who made mistakes are already in jail. They are behind bars. And we actually acted on cases, most especially by the IAS. Medyo siguro matagal lang siguro ang prosecution ng IAS, ano, yung mga decision making nila. But IAS had done good actually in doing these investigations. Mahirap mag-imbisiga, Rambo, lalo't lalo na kung may mga taong hindi mag- gusto mag-cooperate. The other one was Even when I was chief PNP, we had a deal actually with DOJ and the PCOO no? when it comes to case filing. We had a deal. I think it would be better for you to ask the Department of Justice, most especially Secretary Guevara, when it comes to that filing of cases, evaluation and the filing of cases in this drug war, in this drug campaign. So, yun, you vet, you train them, come up with seminars. These people who are actually in operations on anti-drug should observe what you call human rights. Kailangan yun. We really need to observe human rights, which we were always reminding all these people. That's why cases like Kian, the Kian case, and others, they were investigated. The PNT was the policemen involved are behind bars. Others, of course, continuing yan. Sabi nga natin eh, the strategy may be perfect. But the implementation will always have flaws. And that really comes up. May mga kwan, although your strategy is very, very good, the implementation will, at one point or the other, falter. And you have to rehash again or own your strategy again. This has been Criminal. If you'd like to be updated on this and other issues, don't forget to follow Rappler and Newsbreak on Facebook and Twitter. And if you have suggestions about topics we should cover in this podcast, just send me a message. My inbox is open on Twitter at Rambo Reports. I'm Rambo Talabong. Thank you for listening. Subscribe and listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts.